Hey guys, how you doing today? Can I get you started with something to drink? Is your aging loved one home alone, forgetting to take medicine or pay bills? The Caregiver Cafe with Roz Jones has a menu of resources to serve your caregiver needs. As a caregiver, Roz understands your daily challenges. This podcast focuses on the unique and dynamic issues of caregiving. Hi, I'm Roz Jones, the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers and the producer of the Caregiver Cafe. We welcome you back. We hope that you all are enjoying all of the episodes that you all have already listened to. Today, we are talking about if you don't have children, how do you prepare for care? If you don't have children, how do you prepare for care? So uh, many people have decided uh, not to get married, nor do they have children, nor have they adopted. They may have pets, goldfish, plants, whatever the case may be. However, now as, you know, time is ticking, you know, if there comes a time when I need for someone to take care of me, or if the time is now, what is it that I need to do? What is it that I need to do to start looking for a caregiver? So if, you know, I don't have children, I'm up, I'm getting up in age. What do I need to do to make sure that I get the right type of care? So as you are looking for someone, the first thing you want to uh, talk about is when you are uh, interviewing a caregiver, what type of experience do you have? What type of experience do you have? Do you have experience in the diagnosis that I have? Say, for instance, um, I've had a stroke or I have dementia, Alzheimer's, does that person have the experience in that area? And then also, too, you want to know how many years of experience do they have as care as a caregiver? And then you have a choice whether or not to get someone who is licensed or non-licensed. You have the choice to get someone who has a license or who doesn't has a license. And the reason why I say say that is because sometimes you figure if they don't have a license, I can get away with paying them less. And you pay for what you get for, honey. So if you pay a little bit, don't expect no whole lot of work. However, if you have a licensed person versus a non-licensed person, this person can recognize signs and symptoms. And we are required. I'm a CNA. We are required every year to go through 75 hours of training to keep us abreast on any new type of signs or symptoms that are going on with the diseases to understand um, the aging process, what we need to look for, you know, you know, what is, you know, what are some of the new characteristics or traits that or behaviors that we need to pay attention to as this disease progresses. So that is the difference between having someone that's, you know, not licensed versus licensed. They may not pick up the symptoms. You know, I'm choking. What is that? You know, they might just think you're choking and don't realize that you, you know, may, you know, may need, uh, you know, for them to do the Heimlich on you. So that is the difference. You need to understand that if you, you know, decide to go the cheaper way, understand that this is the accountability when you have someone that is, that is not does not have a license. Also, too, you can ask that person, are they insured? There is professional liability out there for independent contractors. So you would need to find out if they have insurance. Okay. Also, too, if you are going to hire this person and this person is going to be driving you to um, appointments, you would need to add them on to your insurance. Let me say that again. Or 
you would have to find transportation to take the both of you to a uh, a doctor's appointment. So you need to find out about their experience. You need to find out if they're licensed or non-licensed, and that's up to you, your personal preference or decision if you're going to do that. But understand what's the difference between someone who has a license in training and someone who doesn't have a license in training. Okay. Do, uh, do you know, are you able to work the hours that I need for you to work? I may need for you to work eight to four and you're only available from nine to three because you're taking that. That person could be taking their children, picking their children up or, or taking them to school. These are the things that you need to find out. So when you put out the advertisement, you need to be very, clear on what you want if you are not comfortable with vetting uh, for a position there are companies out there um, care links caring.com there are a couple of companies out here that will do the vetting process for you and they would do the background check make sure they have all their shots uh, covid tests if that's what you want and they will take and and you know solicit for those caregivers so instead of having these people coming in and out your house you can service you can use those services it comes with the fee it comes with the fee so i just want to make sure that you understand that and then what are the rates what are you paying for this so you know if if they're asking for 20 and you only have 15 again i can't pay 20 you know i wish you the best in your job search and you have to stick to that you know sometimes the caregivers will come in and say, well, I really need a job. You can't give me an extra $5. That's a person you don't want. You don't want someone that's already coming in and badgering you for money because that will lead to something else. Let me say that again. You don't want to hire someone that's already showing you signs that they are having financial difficulty. If it's 15, stick to 15. If it's 20, stick to 20. And so I want to I want to make that clear. So if they're coming in and already asking, you know, trying to, you know, trying to negotiate with you for a higher price, that may not be the person that you want. If the person will take 15, go ahead and take 15. If you have to get someone with less experience, maybe they have anywhere from one to five years versus five to 15 years of experience, then you may be able to get them at 15. If they have more than the five years of experience like myself, I have almost 15 years of experience, so I may not come in at $15 an hour. Let me say that. And I'm just being honest. It's because I've, I've been in it for so long. And so the level of care that you're going to get from me is not the same level of care that you're going to get from somebody that has one year of experience or, or just coming out of school. So, you know, you're paying for experience. You're paying for the license and so on and so forth. But then understand too, stick to your guns. And make sure that no one is coming in and trying to badger you for you to pay more or to come out of pocket if you are paying out of pocket for a caregiver. So those are some of the things that you need to look at if um, you don't have any children and it's time for you to look for your care. These are the things that you need to think about before you hire a caregiver. So once again, I'm Ross Jones. Today, we have talked about that if you don't have any children and you are getting to the age where you need care, these were the things that we talked about, you know, looking for someone. Uh, do they have experience? Are they licensed and insured? Are they available for the hours? Uh, will they accept the pay rate? And then, you know, uh, there's also 
um, agencies out there that would do all the work for you, the footwork, the legwork, so far as getting the name, the address, doing the background check, um, doing a drug test. You know, if you're not comfortable with doing the interviewing process yourself, please, ma'am, please, sir, use those companies like uh, CareLinks or Caring.com that will do it for you. So once again, I'm Ross Jones with the Caregiver Cafe. I hope you have dined sufficiently. Make sure that you download and share this with someone that may need um, a caregiver if they don't have any children. Thank you for listening. Until your next visit to the Caregiver Cafe, connect with Roz on YouTube, LinkedIn, and her blog at thecaregivercafe.net. Caregiver Cafe podcast specializes in serving those who provide care and support to a sick or aging loved one. I'm the voice guy, but I'm one of you. So when Roz has on experts or frontline workers, I'm listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. In the meantime, don't forget to connect with Roz on YouTube, LinkedIn, or at the blog at thecaregivercafe.net.